0: This is the Creative Burn Podcast. Here is Emily Aguilar. She is the writer and director of the new family comedy movie, Breeze Bake Off Challenge, which is now on HBO Max. So welcome, Emily. And uh, how is it going today?
1: Thank you so much, Justin, for having me. I am so excited to be here and to talk about the creative journey of how I got this movie on HBO Max.
0: (laughs) All right. Yes well <clears throat> let's start off like with your background where how where did you grow up
1: I grew up in Falls Church Virginia so that is in the DMV as they call it that's DC Maryland Virginia so the northern part of Virginia and um, yeah I've been in Virginia my whole life and when I turned 18 I decided to move to Los Angeles by myself.
0: So, oh really Wow that yeah. must have been a trip
1: it was scary but honestly thinking back I didn't really have an emotion towards it and what I mean by that is like I honestly felt like that's something that I had to do and I am mind you I'm the youngest of four I am a humongous family person and I actually had a really big meeting with my family and I told them I'm like hey I'm gonna move to LA and it's it's gonna be the summer that I graduate from high school And they were all taken aback because all my siblings have gone to school in Virginia. And, uh, luckily my whole family supported me and we all flew out and they basically dropped me off. And then that's where the real journey began.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Um, so was your family creative?
1: Yes. So I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Um, all of us pretty much have our own businesses of some sort, and I really appreciate that. Honestly, my parents uh, came to the U.S. in the 80s, and they are one of the most ambitious, creative, um, loving parents I could ever ask for. And their work ethic is honestly what I think they've instilled in me for like, what it takes to be a filmmaker. I mean, filmmaking is hard. It's a hustle.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So So what sparked your interest in filmmaking or in film?
1: Yeah. So actually I started acting in high school. I was really shy and I started taking acting classes uh, because some friends were like, Hey, let's do some acting. And so I got into theater and I fell in love with it. And this is the thing that happened. One of my friends was like, Hey, do you want to take this eight hour intense acting workshop on a Saturday. And I was like, "Uh." (laughs) (laughs) and they convinced me. And so we did it and it was really intense eight hours and the teacher was amazing. And this is something that honestly changed my life. Uh, We did the whole eight hour thing. By the end of the eight hours, you perform what you learned um, like a play thing in front of your family and friends. We did that. Um, So we thanked everybody, it was awesome. And my mom was like, hey, you need to go thank him again. And I was like, no, no, we're good. Let's just go. And she literally like grabbed me by the hand and was like, you're gonna go talk to him again. And I was like, okay. And I was like, thank you. Thank you, teacher, so much. Like, it's great. I learned a lot. And then he basically was like, hey, I was really impressed with you and your work. Do you have plans for um, college and acting and taking it? a professional round, and I was like no and (laughs) and my mom was like yeah no like let's talk about it and let's see what the what the options are so we actually had a meeting with that acting teacher my mom and my sister at the time and he literally sat me down he's like if you want to do acting professionally you need to go to LA or New York pick one and I did my research and I picked LA and um, with his guidance um, I got into I I got into acting, but I went from acting to producing to directing. So in a nutshell, that's basically what happened. But yeah, meeting that teacher, he's still my mentor today. And that's over 10 years. So special moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what what was the thing that drew you to directing? Like what specifically about that was like, ooh, I kind of like that.
1: I had no idea I wanted to be a director. I went from... So when I was acting, I started producing my own content because when I had um, auditions and all that stuff, I kept getting like waitress roles and like, um, you know, like little um, Latin girl roles, (laughs) stuff like that, which is totally fine, but it's not what I wanted. I wanted more in-depth characters. So I started producing the content that I wanted within myself and I challenged myself as an actor. When I went to film school, I thought I was gonna go in as a producer. And my film school, um, Loyola Marymount University in LA, Mm -hmm. they challenged me, they were like, hey, for as part of the curriculum, you have to try directing. And um, it's part of the production curriculum. And I was like, no, like I've never directed and I've never produced for any female director at the time, like honestly. And I was like, how can I do this? And they were like, well, you have to. And I was like, all right. So without any expectations or anything, I put my resources together as you do in film school and I made my first short film. And I kid you not, I cried when I saw the final cut, like whatever I saw in my brain was on screen. And it was one of the most fulfilling and satisfying feelings ever. And that is when I was like, directing is what I want to (laughs) do.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that's, uh, did you ever, well, we'll get into that later. So, uh, sorry. Um, Was was there any movies that like when you're growing up that you thought like kind of spark that creativeness in you you're like man you know I kind of want to act you know or maybe I want to direct well not direct but I guess acting more so when you're growing up but
1: yeah I think just movies are so amazing so I'll mention three movies really quickly Mm -hmm. the first movie that I can remember watching in theaters I mean I'm I'm sure it's not the first but that I really remember watching is Titanic okay with my family (laughs) and I was really young and the boat is literally like cut in half and everyone is quiet and I actually yell in the theater. I was, or I don't yell, but I ask. I was like, why are their noses red? Because (laughs) the people are staring, they're freezing, watching this this boat (laughs) sink. And so um, it's really funny though, because everyone was like hooked onto the screen and I accidentally being young, asked that naive question of why their nose is red and everyone started laughing. And Mm -hmm. so that's one of the first memories randomly from the movie experience that i loved i was with my family and we were all watching titanic <laughs> yeah and then um two other movies i want to mention moulin rouge is one of my favorites i would put that movie on repeat in high school okay. um and then the other movie that really like that moulin rouge was my big inspiration when i was really into acting and then for directing, like when Inception came out, I was Oof. like, oh, my gosh, like movies, like you can blow people's minds with with characters and with what happens. And I just think it's such an amazing thing to make movies, you know,
0: <laughs> talk about, man, that movie.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, hey, man. OK. Uh, is there anything um, that you were doing when you're growing up that still helps you today? like in your directing work or something that maybe you didn't realize is going to prepare you for today, but that you, that does.
1: Yeah. So two things, my, I didn't realize that I had a camera when I was younger. Um, we actually just found footage, um, of my, I found my old camera, like the the big box video camera (laughs) of the camcorders and, um, I just found those recently, actually not too long ago. And I forgot that I was actually already holding the cameras by like 10 years old, literally footage of like random trees (laughs) and stuff around the house. So I thought that was really cool. I didn't realize that. Honestly, it was like, oh my gosh. But the other thing honestly is, um, so my family and I, we still, we love to laugh and we're really positive people and the fact that, like, if if I'm feeling down, like, I'll call my family members or call my close friends. And I've always had them close to me. And so for anyone watching, like, with whatever creative journey that they have, I just want to say, like, surround yourself with positive, loving people that will push you forward and that want to see you do what you want to do. My family, they they didn't say, Oh my gosh, why do you want to do that? Or like, no, you need to do something else. That's more serious, you know, Mm. and they did not give me that luckily. And they really supported me and still support me today. So that's something that I just want to mention. Like, I know sometimes some people don't have supportive family members or people close, but I mean, you can, you can establish those relationships elsewhere. And just, you know, keep that in mind and, you know, boundaries yeah, yeah. are important. So there's that.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, and it sounds like you had a, I mean, that's a very awesome family you got there. That's, that's super supportive of you. Um, and just is mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, let's do this thing then, you know, yeah. <clears throat> but so what does it, what does a normal day look like for you today?
1: So when I'm not on set, I, um, I have a morning routine i will share with that um i wake up i wash my face walk my dog and make my tea okay. those three things literally happen every morning and i didn't always wash my face but honestly it really helps wake me up so just yeah. anyone who like wants to feel better like I actually are,
0: so are you using cold water or are you just just straight up washing it or um, with warm water
1: i'd use warm water but you get the nice <laughs> soap get a nice soap that honestly makes your face feel good. And then you lotion it up. And honestly, like, um, I got that advice from TikTok randomly from like, like there, we, we, there's a little community building itself with entrepreneurs and filmmakers. And I recently started doing that more, like sometimes, you know, you don't always wash your face, but actually it really, really does help. So, um, make yourself feel good in the morning. You know, you gotta get yourself ready for the day. Um, after I drink my tea, I get breakfast and then, I already have my to-do list ready. So I already prep that the night before. So I already kind of, I'm already like mentally prepared for my day. And it usually involves meetings with a bunch of people on various projects, some interviews here and there, and then writing. So it's a, literally a mix of that. And um, and basically just prepping, prepping the next project. And then um, I wake up really early not on purpose actually that actually just started happening (laughs) i'm starting to wake up at like six or seven naturally and i'm like what's wrong with me
0: yeah
1: but (laughs) but yeah so that does i don't know i guess that happens one when things are just busy right now and i'm really excited like i'm loving everything that i'm doing every day so and it's different it's it's you know there's some different things happening but that's basically the gist uh, of my day when i'm not on set
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, is that so? Your days on set, though, um, is that is that like super hectic or? Oh, it is?
1: Okay. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So set days, uh, you're on there for 12 12 hours. And as director, I'm pretty much there 14 hours, which I'm totally happy with. I want to be the first one there and the last one to leave. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's hectic. And it depends. For some commercials here and there, um, those are one to two-day shoots. And it's not so bad, but it's all really exciting, honestly. Like, I know it might sound um like a lot if you're not in film but for filmmakers 12 hours is normal as opposed to your eight (laughs) and then and then if people freelance you know that's also different flexible hours so but set days are honestly amazing and they are super hectic and um with movies I will that that's usually like between three to four weeks consecutively Mm. but um but yeah, those are hectic. But yeah, I'm luckily not in production mode right now. We're we're in the marketing stage still and then and then developing the next one. <laughs> <I> see,
0: <clears throat> I've seen some of your TikToks where you're talking about how you're um uh, what is it uh editing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, you know, you feel like you just you just conquered this thing, and now you gotta go in the back uh and then edit it. I don't know what the terminology is, but um, golly it's gotta feel so good to see that thing on on see your movie on yeah. on h b o max right now that's insane okay
1: it 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 is and honestly one thing too for creatives watching this movie took me five years okay wrote it in twenty seventeen it is now twenty twenty two and what the the one of the things that really I had to do to like keep going was imagine the movie completed. Like an nice. honestly imagining this banner, like imagining the poster. And I was like, it's gonna get done. I'm gonna have a final poster and movie done. And people are gonna know about it. And I have it's like a constant reminder. And that's one of the things that I kept writing in my journal. Like it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. And sometimes you don't believe it because you're, you know, whatever there, you know, it's a it's a roller coaster. So <laughs> some days you yeah. feel great and others not so great. But that constant reminder of like, if you keep doing little steps here and there to get to your goal, you will get there. Mm. And that's just, you know, for any creative person listening, you'll get there because <laughs> I know it's yeah. really hard sometimes. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's pretty determined, though. Five years. But still, I mean, you you sound determined, you know, you kept it in your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Do you, so do you um like do you continually watch movies to... Uh, hone your craft basically or do you just kind of go on your own
1: oh yeah so for filmmakers and honestly creatives in general we never stop learning like ever it doesn't stop and I think that's honestly one of the most exciting things so every week I'm always uh, going to the theater at least once I, I, I do have the AMC list thing. <laughs> okay. So um, I, I have the membership and I'll go once a week at least or I try my best and just keeping up with movies. But also um, for other projects that I'm developing, I'm always seeing different styles and genres. And a lot of filmmaker friends also ask me to watch their stuff too, which I'm happy to do. And I honestly engulf myself with everything film. And I just love it so much (laughs) that, um, that I just, yeah, I do do watch as much as I can. And, um, but at the same time, I have to put a boundary down and make sure that I'm writing what I want to write and what I want to see on screen. So for creatives watching, there is a balance there of Hmm. watching and writing because the scripts aren't going to write themselves. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Do you do, um, acting classes to keep, to kind of, um, keep yourself like related to what's happening on the other side of the lens, or I'm not saying acting classes, or maybe you do acting roles and you're like, you know, just trying to make your directing even better. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I haven't taken acting classes in a really long time, but I think with that is rehearsals with the actors. Um, so we do a lot of zooms and depending on where everyone is at the time, um, for rehearsing and going over the scripts and the lines and prepping the actor as much as possible. I think that helps. Um, I have actually been wanting to, um, basically like uh, try new things. So I am randomly taking dance classes, um, getting myself back in front of things um, just to, you know, put myself again, like similar to this stuff of, you know, acting and stuff. So, but yeah, definitely trying new things. And for me, um, I'm always open to taking classes and stuff like I think we all have to honestly take new classes try something new as much as possible
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so what's what's one thing that you would um that you do that you cannot skip you you never skip it and you that's what is helping you daily to hone your craft
1: honestly it is meditating <laughs> Really? It's a little cliche, but that is literally the one thing that I've been doing consistently for I'll just say like the past 3 years that I really started doing it and I like never really meditated to be honest, but it honestly became a necessity because because of how crazy the industry is and the amount of people that you have to communicate with and the personalities that you deal with, like it's a it's a really, um, crazy and fun industry, but with that, you also need to find your own balance and ground yourself. It's basically what I've learned (laughs) and meditating helps. So meditating is like, um, every night before I go to sleep, I'll put on a guided meditation actually. And it really helps me fall asleep. Um, some ASMR in there too. It's been really nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, but honestly, during the day, um, either in the morning, in the afternoon, or both, honestly, I just take 10 minutes and just sit by myself. And sometimes I have, you know, the instrumental music on, but sometimes I don't. But honestly, it's really, really been helpful. And um, just taking the time to breathe. Yeah, (laughs) Because I don't know, like, just there has been a lot of chaotic things happening these past few years. And so for me, it's been really important to take those 10 minutes and just chill (laughs) yeah
0: yeah Yeah. i mean it sounds like it from what what, uh 14 hour days oh yeah (laughs) you know like and you're doing i can't imagine all the running around you're doing like and Mm -hmm. hey go here do this do this you know like Mm -hmm. man that 10 minutes pretty precious i guess it is
1: it is yeah and it also just like while you're meditating just remind yourself like you can do this everything is fine
0: (laughs) Yes, it's going to happen. This exactly. Is going to ha- breeze Bake Off Challenge will happen. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, what are you hoping to do uh, in film in the near future? Or is that something you can even talk about?
1: I, I can't talk about it right now, but mm. I will say that it is super exciting what's coming next And I will say the two scripts that I'm writing right now, one of them is a rom-com and the other one is a dance movie. So just things that I'm interested in, in making and the stories that I'm interested in telling, but yeah, I'm just really excited because I, in a way, I know what I'm capable of now. Like I, I didn't really believe it before or see it, but I knew that if I did it, then I could like, it's something that I proved within myself, you know? And Now that the movie is out on HBO Max, it's like, yeah, I was right the entire time I could do this. (laughs) I didn't have to question myself and my decisions. So that confidence and just, yeah, perseverance (laughs) is there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I mean, I'm pretty excited. I I can't <laughs> wait to see what's happening, what's going on uh for you in the future. Yeah, that's going to be amazing just to watch your uh watch your journey. Yeah. Um <laughs> do you do you know when your next project is coming out or is that something we oh, can even discuss? Mm-hmm.
1: It's definitely going to be a little bit. I mean, with all movies movies take forever, but I will say that um I have other projects like short film projects and commercials coming out sooner than my next movie. So that's still all exciting. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Um, but how do you, how, like if somebody was wanting to get a project lined up, like they've got an idea, they've got their script, they've got, you know, they they're saying to their self, you know, this is going to be my next, this is my breeze bake off challenge, you know, like mm-hmm. how do you, how do you line up those projects? How do you, how do you get that, get to that point?
1: So with that, it depends on where you want to take the the project. So with my movie, I specifically wanted the control in the decision making. So when you're approaching investors, um, they, you know, are putting up the money and they have the control. So with Breeze, we actually pitched it to a lot of companies. And at the end of the day, I actually chose to invest in the movie myself. And that was a really big decision. And I wouldn't change that for the world. So literally speaking from an independent filmmaker with an independent movie, I got picked up by a major studio platform. If someone has a story idea, I think they should definitely consider... Uh, investing in themselves and in their projects, just as you would with any other business. I mean, don't put yourself in debt, but honestly, anything is possible. Seriously, it's it's a yeah. it's a whole new digital internet world that more things are becoming cheaper to make, like with camera equipment and stuff like that. And you just, in a way, you play your cards right, and and you make things happen. So that's what I gotta say about that. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well okay so who like in an ideal world who well I ain't gonna say an ideal world because you basically are living it you're just gonna tell yourself you're gonna do it so who who is the person that you would like to work with in the future
1: oh um I have two people surprisingly actually um so I have Salma Hayek who I grew up oh. watching mm-hmm. and Jaime Camille um so both of them are actors that I grew up watching on Telemundo and like Univision and the fact that they're like in Marvel movies and you know on just these big television stations doing their thing is absolutely amazing and I actually want to um yeah those are two actors that I'm just like let's do it (laughs) yeah Mm
0: -hmm. um So, well, that's, we're getting close to the end here, but I mean, uh, that would be amazing. I have no doubt that you're probably going to be working with them in the near future. Um, cause I mean, you made it happen with Breeze Bake Off challenge. And so if you just keep telling yourself that, I mean, I think that you're going to make it happen. Like you just are a doer. You're going to make it happen. So, um, <laughs> hopefully we get this podcast to reach them. That'd be amazing. Uh, and (laughs) your work is (laughs) going to be everywhere. So, I mean, I thank you so much for coming on our show. Um, I really appreciate it. And, um, thank you to all of the listeners and viewers. Um, we really appreciate it. And, uh, if you haven't yet, please go check out Emily's work and watch Breeze Bake Off Challenge, uh, to show some support. Um, she made that thing happen on her own. Uh, it that's just such an amazing story. Um it's on HBO Max um right now. And uh you can go watch it. I watched it, my daughter watched it. Um and like I was telling you, my daughter is emotionally invested in these characters.
1: Yay, thank you <laughs> so much. <so. laughs>
0: very good job. So anyway. Um that's all we've got for today. So thank you for coming on and we will see you all on the next one. Did you have anything else you wanted to add?
1: No, I just wanted to say thank you so, so much for having me. And I hope that this story inspires more people to create. So. Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: Please go create. And then yes. come on my podcast. So
1: Exactly. boom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, well, we will see you all on the next one. Thank you.